Hello and welcome to The Movie Brew, a podcast about British film and filmmakers. I'm joined as always with my co-host, Lester Gartland. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Um, today, we're going to talk about a film that came out just a little while ago, uh, kind of close to the beginning of the year, Fighting With My Family, mm-hmm. written and directed by the one, the man, the myth, the legend, Stephen Merchant. Um, very excited to talk about this film. It's a good, uh, it's a good time. We had a good fun romp. Yep. Uh, it was real fun, real, real fun. Uh, but before we jump into any more, what we're gonna do? Gonna do things a little bit differently here. I'm switching it up. Right, we're on our what 18th episode now. Yeah. I figured now's the time we've gotten, we've gotten our. We've got an listener base. Got the core. Got yeah, the core, core yeah. fan base. Now we just need to switch yeah, it up. We just need to alienate them. So a bit. what we're going to do is we're going to do <laughs> something no film podcast has ever done before. Play the trailer clip. Completely unheard of. Yeah! I'm watching that. Give me the remote. No. Give it. It's off. Zach, what bloody hell do you think you're doing? You really want to choke her out in a lot of fingers? Yeah. Now pull it tight. Oh, oh yeah. Now she's in trouble. I know you. You're from that weird family, aren't you? We're not weird. We don't like wrestling. How do you know if you've never been? I've never had rectal bleeding before, but I'm pretty sure I'm not a fan of that. (laughs) How about I shove her head up your ass and then we can find out? Hello? My name is Hutch Morgan. I'm calling from WWE. We'd like both of you to come try out for us. It's all fake anyways. About that. The Rock. We're huge fans. Thank you so much. What advice would you give us? We want to be the next you. What are your names again? My name. It doesn't matter what your names are. You walk around here interrupting the Rock. You like you haven't seen the sun in 20 years. You like you just stepped out of Oliver Twist. Please, sir. May I have some more advice, sir? You want some advice? Here's the Rock's advice. Shut your mouth. Thanks, Dwayne. You got it. Good morning, wrestling nerds. Well, this is where we see whether or not you get to go on to WWE. This is our shot, Doug. Hello. Why do you want to wrestle? I'm the toughest bastard in any room. Probably shouldn't swear. Not when there's ladies present. Sorry, miss. Sorry about that. I call your name. That means you'll be coming with me to Florida. Paige. Thank you all very much. You have to take my brother. No one deserves this more than Zach. I wish you the best, son. But this is the end of the line for you. Do you know what it's like to want one thing in life? And then your own sister takes it away from you. It was my dream, too. I have no idea who I'm supposed to be out there. You're not just doing this for you. You're doing it for the family. I myself have come from a wrestling family too. I know exactly what it means to you. But don't worry about being the next me. Be the first you. What? It's Dwayne Johnson. How are you? Prove it. If you smell what the rock is cooking. Yeah, and I'm Vin Diesel, mate. I'm sorry. So you just heard the trailer clip from uh, Fighting With My Family. Oh, it was so good. Basically gave away the whole film. That's it. <laughs> Podcast over. Done. You've seen it. You're all done. caught up. No spoilers left. Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> catch you next week. Um, so, yeah, do you want to give us like an overview of what we're... What, I mean, they just heard it, but let's uh, let's like sum it up. Yeah. Um, I uh, First of all, I want to read out what the uh, bio is on IMDb for this film. 
And then I think it'd be good if me and you actually say what the film's about. Yes. Because this is the worst bio I've ever <laughs> seen for a film. That's amazing. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay, ready. Fighting with my family. A former wrestler and his family make a living performing at small venues around the country while his kids dream of joining the world wrestling entertainment. <laughs> That's not what the film is at all. <sighs> That's the most sexist bio <laughs> for a film yeah, ever. There is a man in it. I promise. Uh, yeah. This film is about a burly man. Definitely not as children. Um, yes, that's the, crazy. Yeah, right? That's crazy. That's the IMDb bio. Yeah. This film is actually about this man's daughter. Do you, do you reckon there's a, there's a version? And of his the, son. Do, do you reckon there's a version of this script that's purely based on Nick Frost's character? I, I think there's about a two hour gag reel of Nick Frost and the real guy just yeah. like vamping off each just other. Just hanging out. And I want to see it. Oh, that'd be so good. Um, so that's not what the film's about. No, not, not at all. Uh, curse your IMDb, you're wrong. Yeah. Uh, this, that's like the first five minutes of the film. That's literally not even, not, not even that. that. Yeah, no. Um, so yeah, this film's actually about it's uh, based on a documentary called "Fighting with My Family" mm. about Paige, a wrestler uh, hailing from Norwich, uh, who was part of the UK wrestling scene, and then eventually found her way to be the youngest person uh, to win the Diva kind of title, which yeah. is kind of like championship fe- belt. Yeah, so like the female-led championship belt, and becoming part of like the wider WWE universe. Yeah. Um, Sue, I thought it'd be cool before we jump into the actual story of it and uh, talking about the film and the production itself. If we talked about our experiences with uh, wrestling, because sure, well, I mean, I don't, know, I don't, I'm interested to hear about you, but I grew up very much um, like watching this on like Sky and stuff, and like, yeah, like when I was when I was super young, I was pretty into it. I was yeah. pretty into wrestling. Rock was my fave. Um, like practicing my people's elbow and like yeah like me and my sister used to like literally like like fake wrestle and do all this do all oh, this stuff good. so i was like yeah i was i was i was fairly into it so watching this from that perspective especially because of the people that they use are from our generation of like watching yeah, it's the that ones that era. we would have seen when yeah. we were you know what 13 14 whatever watching wrestling yeah, exactly yeah. so I, I i found that very um very fun. And also from the games as well. Like we always used to like, Oh god, yeah. I remember at uni we used to play it around your house, like WWE SmackDown. I love stuff. those games so much. Yeah. They're just so fun. So what so what was what was like your experience it was? So uh yeah, I'd never got to watch wrestling at my house. Um, but there was a, a kid down the street who um he he was the the one in our group of friends who had Sky with all the channels. You know, there's always that one in your group. And you're like, oh, we're going around oh, Dave's yeah. house and like he's yeah, got yeah. we're gonna watch this. Um, so we always watched the uh, WWE. <laughs> I sound like such a such a like an old person. We always watched the WWE on on the YouTubes <laughs> that they you have. Say I sound like such an Oliver Twist. Please, sir, yeah. can we watch oh, the WWE I, SmackDown? Can I have some Sky? <laughs> um, yeah. So we watched it around his house, and then uh, much like you and your sister, it was usually like four to six of us just like hanging around his house, yeah, and like yep, his yep. parents always like came home late from work, so we had like run in the house. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, we'd watch a bit of that. And then just, yeah, wrestle. And um, uh, yeah, I remember one time he, uh, his, I can't remember who, whose it was. It was one of his parents had a treadmill in the living room. Right. <laughs> and we turned it up to like full speed and started throwing each other onto it. 
That's really funny. And I got I got thrown onto it and it just like gripped my back so much oh. that it just shot me off through the other end, like through where the handles are. And I smacked into his radiator and it oh. came off the wall. <laughs> his, his radiator came off the wall and I was like, see you later, Dave. Go go, go home now, mate. <laughs> I'll go to a trip to the hospital. I was just, I was just more. The radiator came off the wall. Yeah, no, I wasn't hurt. I just didn't want to be there when his parents got (laughs) home. (laughs) That's terrible. It was amazing. Really fun. Did you get like a cool line in or anything before you got in the radiator, or was it just kind of like just smack down? Yeah, no, no. It's just, just it's my turn to be thrown into the the treadmill. (laughs) See that? Oh, the radiator's gone. (laughs) Yeah, I got this. That's amazing. Um, all right. So, yeah. So we're talking about fighting with my family. It's based on the documentary. Mm. Um, yeah. So I'm, I was, I was a bit apprehensive coming into this cause I thought British film talking about, um, like British directed movie talking about the WWE, but then I looked into the kind of production behind it Yeah, and it's actually really kind of quite fascinating. So okay. I'm just going to share like a little bit of like production tidbits and stuff that I found out. Um, so this, uh, this film, basically was uh all put together production wise by Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh wow. Um there's a scene in this film and it's not kind of giving it away. This is an inspirational sports movie, one of like one of my immediate family's like favorite genre of films. Yeah. And there's a always a classic kind of pep talk moment when oh, they God, have yeah, like yeah. The, the big before the big opportunity scene. Right. That scene was straight out taken out of real life. And that was really when uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson was talking to the page wrestler character saying that she was going to get signed. She was going to fight for the final. And also he was optioning her story for a documentary um, uh. to make a, to make a film about it. Basically he'd uh, they, that, that the only part of that scene that's missing is the bit where he says, and I'm making a movie about your story. Yeah. That'd be a bit fourth wally. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but that's, that's actually what happened. Wow. So he uh, put this all together, got the funding from WWE and stuff um and obviously Stephen Stephen Merchant kind of wrote uh, and directed it this film has got so much of that kind of classic british humor oh yeah yeah and for a film with this much like budget that you can see around everywhere it's so great that it's kept certain things very british yeah very down to earth as well it hasn't gone like crazy with the um you know uh supposed glamorization yeah that, that usually comes with like a big budget kind of thing. They kind of forget that it's supposed to be about a real thing. Yeah. Um, and then it goes a bit, a bit nuts, but yeah, no, this one seemed to keep it pretty grounded. Um, there's a, I mean the, the, the people playing the family. Um, so you got Nick Frost as the dad, you got Lena, what's her name? Lena Hedy. Lena Hedy, um, as the mum. Her sassy from Game of Thrones. Yeah. You've also got, um, uh, you've also got Florence Pugh, Florence as Pugh, the, who as is the, the main, the main yeah. character. But I mean, everyone who plays the the family roles are just they're so believable as a family unit. Yeah, and that's what I really liked about this. They're very a very close knit family, and they're very idiosyncratic. And Jack Loden as Zach as well, the brother. The Zach attack. The Zach attack. Um, yeah, they're very idiosyncratic, and they've sort of like they, you know, the dad comes from like a rough background. He's like an ex carnalist kind of stuff, and mum had her own you know fair share of troubles and um it's just very it's very they're very open about it and uh the family dynamic is amazing it's great so yeah. i'm like as well as like some kind of production notes i've mostly got a lot of like 
because this film it does not based on a true story it literally is the documentary it's the the yeah. story of this person so i've got a lot of like little tidbits from the real people and their reactions to this film after like watching some interviews and like talking about um seeing them talk about the real people oh, cool. and i thought it'd be interesting you'd like to know um so the, are, they, are they quotes uh they're not quotes oh, okay they're um i just wondered if we could turn it into a game where i guess who said it okay <laughs> this particular one you'd get instantly anyway okay like great. it's just so obvious but um so then um essentially the nick frost character the, uh, the dad yeah uh, rick originally wanted ray winston to play his role oh god that'd be awful um and he was desperate desperate for ray winston to play his role obviously he didn't have any say in the matter he yeah, yeah. wasn't controlling though just really wanted it just really really wanted it <laughs> and so when they actually went to shoot the film they saw that nick, nick frost was playing him and he just sort of came back and he came out so it was like oh yeah that was actually um it was actually pretty good pretty, pretty great that nick frost yeah, it's all right uh but i just thought that was hilarious because he's like this big guy with a yeah. mohawk just wanting like a hard man Ray Winston to play him. And then you get Nick Frost. Yeah. Oh, it's His, so great. It, Nick Frost's like facial expressions as the dad are hilarious as well. It's yeah. so good. So good. Um, so yeah, I think what I'm gonna do for the rest of this stuff, um, is because it's a lot of uh a lot of like techie stuff and sp- scene specific yeah is we, if we just jump into the reviews and stuff yeah and, you can and then i'll just bring it i'll pepper it in for the yeah. rest of it so let's just jump into the reviews for let's the rest do some uh some reviewies then okay all all user reviews from imdb uh so as usual you're gonna be guessing how many stars i gave it cool uh these are all out of 10 stars okay Sounds just good. so just so you know what you're dealing with here uh, okay, first one from Mel Denny. Not worth watching. I tried to like this. I really did. I like Nick Frost, Lena Headey, and The Rock, but I just couldn't like this film. Predictable, poor jokes, and just tried too hard to make it something it wasn't. I couldn't bear to watch the last 10 minutes as it was actually putting me in a bad mood. It was so poor. I'm relieved I never saw this at the cinema and the DVD will will placed up for sale. <laughs> <laughs> first of all that review's wrong yeah well um, they loved it clearly. objectively wrong um no i mean like i just think that it's it's not it's it's not predictable at all like there's no. certain places how being a fan of the genre as well um knowing the predictable places that those films go there are certain turns that this film takes yeah that not every inspirational sports movie even tends on and the fact that yeah, it's got no, those comedic sure. notes and stuff um, I just think it just probably didn't agree with her, but it's definitely not predictable. I believe she gave it a. I'm not. I'm not sure why I'm assuming it's a woman. Is it? Did you read the name out? Was it Mel Denny? Okay, but possibly. it's all one word. So um, I don't know. Might be a Melanie Denny. Melanie Who Denny. Who knows? Mel Denny. Yeah. Um. I think she gave it one star. She did indeed give Boom. it one star. Are we jumping? Do we have any critic reviews on there? Uh, I I don't actually though well they were all just like very um very flamboyant sh- very shining yeah very uh like this is like you know when it's like overly just kind of oh okay they so, were they're all basically kissing the movie's ass yeah which is fine but and because we're probably going to talk about this film in quite a positive exactly light, we're all about balancing this balancing yeah. the scales here so I see what you're doing I'm I'm for yeah. it I I didn't see the need to be honest because they were all they were all like eight or nines yeah fair enough every one of them um okay next one uh this is from fury gin which out is of five or out of ten these are all out of ten cool 
so Fury Gin, which is, I think, something my girlfriend drinks. Um, <laughs> if only you knew about wrestlers' life expectancy, dot, dot, dot. You can't give this movie a good review if you have watched the John Oliver show about the inside of the wrestling business. Don't get confused by the from a real story. Only a few could make a decent living in this jungle. That's someone who's been personally hurt <laughs> yeah. from, from the wrestling community. So what I'd like to say about this review before you uh, dissect it. Yeah. It tells you nothing about the story. Absolutely. <laughs> it's no. got nothing to do with the film. No. It's just someone trying to show that they know more than you. Yep. <laughs> that is all it I, is. That is someone that is, it's, this is one of two things. Yeah. This is a, uh, as referenced in the film, a journeyman who has been, oh, uh, yes. who has been like, uh, essentially personally hurt from the wrestling industry yeah. and not able to, uh, put that past his, uh, feelings of the film or, mm. It's someone who's watched a documentary on how bad the wrestling community is or a John Oliver episode and thinks he knows more than me or person who's seen the film. Doubt yeah. he has even seen it. I believe he gave it one or, if possible, no stars. He indeed gave it one star. Cool. I don't think zero stars is possible on uh, IMDb. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. It changes every week. Yeah, it does. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, just just didn't say anything about the no. film nothing why at all. why are you putting that up here yeah that's you're just trying to get on this review. podcast you're just trying to get famous off our podcast that's right i'm sick of it yeah I'm our sick fan of base happening. is not taking your <laughs> your bait what's his name fury gin there you go <laughs> great name though to be that fair. is I'll definitely give you that. a wrestler name i'm yeah. fully I'm oh fully, yeah yeah it definitely fully is backing what i'm saying yeah. now he's yeah. full on a wrestler his next match is against john oliver 100 <laughs> percent Okay, next one from Glenn Derrily. Uh, title is Boring. Uh, I was completely bored throughout the entire movie. Not only was I bored, I kept having to nudge my husband because he kept falling asleep and starting to snore. I thought it was going to be a lot more on the funny side, but as usual, they showed every bit of the humor on the previews. Sad, boring day at the theater. I um, feel like this is possible... A possible like viewing experience ruin the movie than the actual movie itself yeah um, i mean if you if you have to keep waking your husband up yeah then your mind's on that not on the film exactly for sure for um sure. yeah maybe the maybe it's not your sense of humor that's yeah. fine yeah you know it's all subjective uh i found it hilarious we were actively laughing there's one line which i will quote uh <sighs> in a bit that just i couldn't stop laughing I at i can't wait I can't wait. I don't know why I found it so funny. It's it was like, just so we, funny. But we had so many moments like that where yeah. we were just like pissing ourselves in front of the TV. <laughs> and it was so good. But I genuinely think this is one of those films that I'm I'm glad we didn't watch it in the cinema. Yeah. Um, in a way, I'm upset about it because we uh, kind of missed out on kind of throwing that money at the box office. Sure. Same time, we rented it. So like that yeah. money's still going to the creators. But still the fact that we watched it in the living room hanging out where we're able to like kind of chat shit at the screen yeah yeah that yeah. was very much like added to the experience of it watching definitely this film. serves it well that way doesn't it because yeah. i feel like if i was watching it in the cinema the, the the line that made me just burst out laughing uncontrollably i would have probably held it in more because i'd be aware of other people around me and sort of be like oh, i don't want to be obnoxious and whatever yeah exactly. but yeah just watching it with a friend you can just you know just be as loud and silly as possible yeah and yeah it was a lot of fun that a lot was of fun 100 agree i think he gave it one star 
Two stars. Oh, really? Because didn't, she didn't really say much very um, po- uh, positive things in her reviews. Yeah, I know. Just said it was boring. Yeah. Uh, but interesting. Two stars. Yeah. So this is one of those contradictory reviews. I like it. Very strange. Yeah. Uh, okay, got two more. Cool. So next one uh, from Craig W, 1612. He's born in 1612. I mean, he's been going a long time. I mean, if anyone knows anything about films, it's going to be this guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure he was He'll there know a lot about camera. everything. Yeah, probably. Cool. Uh, says, don't waste your time. This film is so boring that I came here to write about it. You wait for it to get better and it never does. Dwayne Johnson is in the film for about one minute in total. Just saying. It's about a girl becoming a hero. The end. Very boring. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting slight incel vibes. Oh yeah, 100%. (laughs) I'm feeling some slight red pill vibes. Yeah, a little little bit. A little bit there. Yeah. A little bit of a... Yeah. Uh, MRA. Uh, but I think I just no. This mm-hmm. is again. This is someone. This is mismarketed, and I'll agree with him for something. This film does lay in heavily on the fact that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in the film. Yeah, I mean, in the trailer, it does look like he's going to be a much larger part of it. And I will give him that. Considering Vince Vaughn's in the movie, not in the trailer. Vince Vaughn's in the movie a, a hell lot. of a lot as well. He's like a, a supporting character. Yeah, he's a he's a real linchpin of the of a of of her career you know yeah um yeah he's not in the trailer at all which is crazy actually now that now that i think about it yeah uh he does great performance in this as well really good really good really good um yeah uh but i mean the fact this film is so boring i came here to write about it so you didn't even watch the whole thing exactly <laughs> you know like yeah whatever it's about yeah. a girl becoming a hero it's actually about a girl becoming a wrestler but yeah okay. exactly whatever uh no there's that bit they cut from the uh the final cut where she flies off where she flies yeah, yeah. off she rides like a uh she guides like a bunch of knights into like yeah. this hill and just takes over mordor she, she wins the belt and she holds it up and just a bright light comes out <laughs> and transfers and just, her to another plane yeah yeah and then she's riding on that that winged bird thing from heavy metal yeah and she's just like swinging swords around that's it now we're tying these films together in yeah. the universe and i love it but that's the extended cut so you, know, you <laughs> yeah. won't see that in the cinema no you gotta you gotta wait uh how, how many stars release the extended cut <laughs> um uh one for sure if possible none but i'm not sure if they do that so. two stars uh that's bullshit. <laughs> that's just not true yeah, i don't know that's i don't know true. i don't know how you write that and give it more than the minimum amount you can give it i don't know yeah i just don't agree at all fundamentally don't agree very strange okay uh last one is uh oh 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 my god what's happening to my phone um last one is just a little bit i've i've only gonna read out the first bit because it's like spoilers and stuff cool it said uh it's from best ford uh it says uh the film was good until i got to thinking some of it was exaggerated for instance the end fight with aj well, I watched it on YouTube and it wasn't really the same as the film. <laughs> That's insane. I mean, I haven't watched the uh, the actual fight. Have you? I want to go back and watch the yeah. the actual fight. I kind of, yeah. I kind of want to see that. But, but y- you've got to remember, this is a film. And also... It's got to be entertaining. Yeah. And also, the fact is, it's a sport. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's they're not going to put cameras actually in the ring... To show you like the dynamics of them actually doing flips and stuff. Yeah. Because they can't. It's a sport. People yeah. are moving around in that space. Yeah. So obviously it looks more cinematic in a film. 
And I imagine uh, from whatever happened in the actual fight, the um, uh, Florence Pugh probably maybe couldn't do some of the more technical moves. So they kind of flashed it about and, you know, a bit of smoke and mirrors to... You oh, know, they did. A, they did quite a bit of training for this. Actually. Um, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. But I just mean, like, if there's some really kind of crazy moves in yeah. the actual fight, maybe she just, you know, didn't have time to prepare for that. And they've got stunt doubles why. and stuff like that. Yeah. Of course. Well, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, but yeah, that's ridiculous. That's a one for show. Yeah. Put money on that one. You put money on that one. I'm putting money. On How that much one. money are you putting on that I'm one? I'm putting. I'll tell you what. I'm putting the price of the next brew. I'll tell you what. No, even better than that. Yeah. Next week, when we do another episode, this time, I'm buying the beers. Okay. Renting the movie and buying the beers. That's how much money I'm putting on that one. Well, I like the sound of this, because Best Ford gave it a 5 out of 10. What? <laughs> this five is out ridiculous. Of Look, it's right here. 5 out of 10. That's he, No joke. No joke. 5 out of 10. 5 out of 10. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well you're buying some beers my beers, friend beers and movie on me <laughs> next time around <laughs> holding against me um so just before uh before we get into the actual movie let's do it i just found a really fun tidbit on page the wrestler mm-hmm. uh page uh this is from her wikipedia page has appeared in two wwe studios films santa's little helper released in november 15 and Scooby-Doo and WWE Curse of the Speed Demon, which is one of the best titles for a film I've ever heard. Is it a full film? It's a feature length Because we were movie. watching this before we started. It's a full thing. Oh my God, that's and, uh, amazing. And I just pulled up the quick little bio for that in case anyone wants to watch it after this podcast, which yeah. I probably will. <laughs> um, Scooby and the gang stumble upon a menacing phantom at an off-road racing competition with the help of some WWE superstars, they try to save the race before it's too late. And it's got 95%. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I really want to see it now. Sounds great. Yeah. That's fun. So I'll be checking that out. Yeah. Full <laughs> show. Um, That's incredible. Right. Is And it's got... British person in it, so I'm pretty sure we can wrangle it onto this. Hey, yeah, do a little, <laughs> a little extra added reading, a bonus. Um, cool. All right, so uh, let's let's jump into it, man. Let's, yeah, uh, let's go. Let's go, kind of go through the film chronologically. Just bring up some scenes and things that we liked, and I'll sprinkle in some technical tidbits some, as we as we tidbits. go. Yeah, sure. Um, so first things first we follow uh the story of the children the two kids yeah um and their family and the dynamic in this family is amazing it's like, hilarious they're all wrestlers they're all into it they're in this local community and they're um putting on a show for these people and you've got these two um these two kids you know uh page that's uh kind of going up for i think it's like a community wrestling type thing yeah um, like that. and she's uh worried she doesn't want to fight she's not kind of not sure about herself Mm. um and then she's not sure who to fight there's this great moment when they're at the tv watching wrestling right at the start and it's in the trailer you heard it before um where the they're fighting for the remote and then uh nick frost comes in who is mvp arguably of this entire film (laughs) i'm just gonna put that out there right now um and just kind of teaches them exactly how to properly choke someone out yeah so like what her brother's got her in a headlock right and then she's she's sort of you know 
going like, oh, dad, you know, I'm in a headlock. And then he's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it then? Like, you need to do this. Oh, no, he shows the sun, doesn't he? He's like, yeah. no, no, that's not how you do it. You need to, like, you know, grip your hands together and it shows him a technique. And then mum comes in. She goes, well, what are you going to do about it? You know, you need to, like, reverse it or whatever. Yeah, exactly. like, like, you think there's going to be some, like, oh, Zach, get off your sister. Yeah. There's none of that. None of that. She's like, come on, get out of it. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, so anyway, they're going to fight. And then she she needs to fight another girl. She's not sure who to fight. Yeah. And then she not, uh, her brother nominates himself to kind of fight her. And so he dresses up as a as a girl in this fight. Just puts a it's wig brilliant. on, brilliant, bright pink wig. Like, puts like a pink like like Power Ranger outfit. Yeah, it's I the think. P- it's the pink Ranger outfit with like yeah. a wig on as well. Yeah, it's so great. And they just <laughs> fight each other, and it's amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. And then we kind of go forward and just kind of go into them as kind of teenagers and yeah. them uh, them fighting there. Do you want to take it from there? Yeah. Um, so. It, it just kind of shows them like going through a bunch of uh, different kind of fights through their communities. I guess they're going from town to town as well. Right. And um, it kind of cuts in between that um, uh, Nick Frost character, Rick, mm-hmm. um, on the phone to to WWE trying to get some, uh, you know, saying like, oh, have you seen my tape? Blah, blah, blah. Just trying to get some exposure for his kids, see if he can get them uh, anywhere closer. And it's kind of like they're just kind of struggling with money and things um then it cuts forward to like you know when they're like full fully grown up to when the the real story kind of starts and um you see the uh what's it called the wrestling waw world association of wrestling oh that yeah the world association of wrestling from norwich yeah (laughs) and um you probably heard of them yeah probably heard of them (laughs) wow (laughs) um but yeah what, what i like about uh about it is you see um, Zach, the uh, brother, he's driving around a van, picking all these kids up for wrestling. Yeah. And um, it's like obvious that like the area that they live in, like these kids are getting up to no good. Like one of them's like selling drugs and like he runs away. Zach just like chases after him, like catches him, uh, throws the drugs in the bin and goes like, like, cut this shit out or like you can't wrestle anymore. And he's like, he's like a pillar of the community for these kids. Like yeah. he's great. He's keeping them out of trouble. He's given them like a passion in something. It's just really cool to like, see like and he's teaching a blind kid how to wrestle. Yeah. Most importantly. Yeah. There's a blind kid there and he's literally teaching him how to wrestle properly. It's so great. Yeah. It's so great. Um, yeah. And just these community, these community moments of mm. him just picking up the kids, him like working with the kids in the, um, uh, in the gym and stuff. They're kind of, I find a lot where the, a lot of like the heart of the film is oh, like, yeah, yeah, and a lot sure. of the heart of the kind of, um, of the hometown feel of the film is yeah. as well. And I'll talk a little bit about that later, but, um, there is a particular scene that I want to get to, which is a little bit later. Mm-hmm. He, um, uh, invites his girlfriend, they, uh, invites his girlfriend's parents over for dinner. Um, yeah. and yeah, so they come, they come over and they all get together and this is, uh, the girlfriend's parents are played by Stephen Merchant yeah. uh, as the dad both, as both well. Both of them. Both of them <laughs> are played by Stephen Merchant. Stephen and Merchant. I did not get the other uh, person's name, but I will do later. Uh, but essentially, they are having this big meal around the table and stuff, and it's just, they're try- like... They're trying really hard to put on a show mm. of like kind of we're normal, we're not all that bad, but it's just all going crazy. They're just so open about their kind of gritty life. And yeah. there's this sort of, you know, quite well to do family sitting across them. 
Yeah. And uh, it's just hilarious. They're just reacting off of, you know, Rick's stories of him being in jail for armed robbery and stuff. Oh, I did some time in jail. Uh, oh, what, 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 and uh, what, what, what was that for then? Mostly violence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Which is genuinely found out at That's the end of the genuine film. genuine quote. <laughs> straight out of the documentary. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. Stellar and, quote. Uh, so Lena Headey's character, who talks about her experiences uh, like... Living uh, rough. And, yeah, living yeah. rough and uh, as a homeless person before. And they found each other and wrestling was their kind of salvation, as it yeah. were. And it was what they... Yeah, they say most people, some people find Jesus, they found wrestling, which yeah. I thought was so sweet. And it so is great. a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so... At this, uh, I want to talk about firstly two uh, two things. Mm. Going back a little bit further, jumping around a bit, the first fight that you see where the family are fighting in this kind of arena oh, yeah, thing, yeah. Uh, and you see them all the characters kind of getting together to go do this kind of battle royale in the ring. Um, that was the first scene they shot, all of them oh, really? together in the same room. Which I thought was great because uh, cool, they'd all yeah. been practicing and stuff. And then they just had that was the first day of shooting, and they just all get together and they just all fight each other in this ring. Which I thought, what a great bonding experience to put yeah, those it's people. Yeah, a good like icebreaker for the cast, right? And to get that yeah. chemistry together. Yeah. Really good, really good, uh, really good little technique. Definitely. But jumping ahead, the so uh, Stephen Merchant, which he doesn't really get a lot of prowess, like as he a. Doesn't do a lot. Uh, as a director oh, but right, yeah, he's yeah. really he's like it's mostly for his writing and for his performances but he's a really good director especially in some, yeah. of some of these scenes and very specific when it comes to certain things you know in a couple of the interviews that i watched that dinner scene took them about 20 shots to take wow um and he just kind of no bullshit would go to them and be like uh can we just try that again that wasn't really funny yeah or as opposed to like some directors would, like sugarcoat it and yeah, kind yeah. of try and like psychologically get you to the place that they want you without actually saying it. Yeah. yeah. Um, some actors, they just want you to blur it out and tell you, tell well, you yeah, what it you is. You want to know where you stand with someone, don't you? Exactly. Yeah. So just do it again. That wasn't funny or that was shit or whatever. Yeah. Let's just do it again. Um, that was great. And he did this shot about 20 times because there's a minute, there's a moment where they uh, say something and part of the gag is a bit of a noodle like popping out of his uh, <laughs> mouth. Yeah. And so they did it. They did it that many times because he had to get the noodle expression just right. <laughs> like just right on the on the mouth and stuff, which I thought was great. That's such a good, <laughs> such a good way of kind of uh, shooting that and do that. It just shows kind of the dedication to those scenes. Definitely. Yeah. Dinner scenes are very hard to shoot. And you've got so many eye lines, so many things to kind of keep in focus mm. to make one interesting and to keep the kind of momentum of it is very difficult. A lot of the time it's just boring. You're just like yeah. watching it and waiting for the next thing to happen or, but to get a laugh out of, out of that as a show is like really good directing. There's a, there's a good number of laughs out of that scene as well. You yeah. Know? Yeah. There's so that's, that's, uh, that's a good, it's one of the, like one of the funniest scenes in the film actually. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, the funniest quote for me prefaces that dinner yeah, where uh, the brother Zach is uh, explaining to his mum and dad that his girlfriend's parents are a bit, he puts it as classy. Yeah. Uh, um, to which um, Paige interjects. I'm just going to call her Paige because she's got a number of names, but she's Paige. Yeah. Uh, she interjects and goes, "They're posh." Yeah. And um, so Zach Zach turns tends to his uh, dad, who's sitting on the sofa watching telly in like his sleeveless t-shirt. And she goes, oh, can, can you just like put a shirt on? And it's just, 
he turns around with like the most shocked expression on his face and just goes, put a shirt on? How bloody posh are they? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, and it's just mm-hmm. the way it's delivered from Nick Frost. It's the funniest thing for it's me so in this great. film. I just, I couldn't stop laughing at yeah. it. It's so good. Um, yeah, just the way he, he just blurts it out is superb. There's so yeah. excellent delivery. And there's so many moments like that. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Um, like there's, well, I've got to find a quote, but um, there's like hit me over with a dick or something. Oh uh, yeah. They run into the rock and they say it a few times. D- like, uh, dick me dead and bury me pregnant. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> dick me dead and bury me pregnant. It's awful. <laughs> but it's so great. Yeah. Um, and that kind of comes up a few, <laughs> a few times. Uh, in the film, which is amazing. But yeah, at this dinner, they get a call from WWE and they've reviewed the clips and they want them to try out to, uh, yeah. um, uh, to go to the winner of this kind of tryout will get a chance to go to Florida yeah. and get kind of go to a boot camp that will allow them to uh, audition to be part of. It's like, called NXT. On a, the yeah. WWE. Um, so it's, yeah, so they go over to that. And they both the kids get the opportunities. Uh, at this point, it's the first time they've run into you know the Rock, and there's this yeah. really funny exchange scene with them where they keep kind of bouncing back and forth. And you can see a bit of that was improv. Like you yeah, can totally yeah, see yeah. that the kind of delivery of it is really yeah really well delivered. Yeah, um, and just keep calling him back. Yeah. And it's also really I'm just going to point out just as a viewer, it's really fun to see Dwayne the Rock Johnson just slipping back into the rock boots like yeah, yeah. when he goes crazy <laughs> and just like turns it straight up to 11. Yeah. And just raises his voice and just goes crazy at them. It's so much fun. Like it's that, really that bit's fun. in one of the trailers I think, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's when he does his big monologue about them being from Harry Potter and Yeah. Yeah. Just berating them basically, and then he goes, "That's how you get the crowd won over. You have yeah. to, you know, you have to be yourself, which is kind of like an important uh, lesson early on in the film." Totally talking um, to two rejects from Harry Potter. That's it. Um, that's what he says. So yeah, uh, so it's yeah, so much fun. But um, I think the thing that I wanted to mention as well is that the thing that they don't they don't, they, they don't put in that scene is that. He just snaps straight out of it and just goes, yeah. that's how, that's, yeah. that's, that's how you do that's it. You just got to, you just got to act a little bit. He's actually just a really nice guy. Yeah. Really gotcha. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, they, so they do the tryouts and, and they kind of go through it. And unfortunately Paige is the only one that gets picked. Yeah. Out of all of them. Yeah. Um, this points out something that Vince Vaughn character does throughout the whole thing that I think we need to talk about. Yeah. Which is the way that he selects people. He just does it in front of everyone. <laughs> Even if it's just one person, <laughs> yeah, and we'll just do it in front of everyone and send everyone home. It's just reality TV 101. Like, what is with that? I it's not the know. Bachelor. You're like, yeah, you're like, you're interviewing for, for uh, to an opportunity to go to a boot camp. Like, you don't need to do it in front of everyone. You can just say, you know. imagine, imagine if you had a job interview and then afterwards they lined all of you up and you then, shook one of your hands. Yeah, and then went like, "Where's you? Fuck off." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jog on, mate. It's essentially the same thing. It just creates an atmosphere of animosity. It's, it's not nice. <laughs> yeah. It's not nice at all. Um, yeah, that was that was really crap. Uh, but the way they shoot these kind of fight scenes, I think we need to talk about because they're very cinematic. Yeah, yeah. And the very energetic. In this bit as well, are great. Oh, they, they 
that Vince Vaughn does that great speech where he's talking to one of the guys and he's like, you've got a great attitude. Unfortunately, that's all you've got. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy's like really upset about it. It's the only thing you have got, but you've got it. Uh, So they're actively the best fighters here in this. uh, Well, in America. Well, in the UK, in the kind of tryout version. They're They're kind of actively just at a glance, the best fighters. But she's she's the only one that gets picked mm-hmm. all the other guys uh get sent home she gets a chance to go to florida and then there's a big moment where she chases down vince Vaughn's character she says she doesn't want to go down with her brother and this kind of hits on one of the core themes i think for the film where it's like she's not doing it just for her it's for the whole family as well yeah, like yeah. They've, this is all they've ever wanted and it's kind of that struggle with identity is throughout the whole oh, film yeah it's it's definitely the the main thing i took away from the film is her finding out whether she's doing it for herself or for other people yeah and uh yeah um but yeah yeah so there's that there's that point she's, she's just going like you need to take my brother as well or i'm not coming and yeah he's like all right you got five seconds to say you're, you're coming or or yeah. that's it and then she eventually does take it um but yeah it kind of shows like she's got a bit of a temper as well which is um comes up a bit in the in in later scenes too um but yeah so uh uh i keep wanting to call him jack it's zach jack is the actor's name yeah uh zach it's very confusing yeah zach is the character's name um zach is obviously devastated yeah um but he's still like uh he's still like fairly supportive of his sister. Like when they get home, he kind of introduces her to the family. He's like, She got picked, you know, hooray. He's he's doing his best to, to put on Keep a brave face together, yeah. To put on a brave face yeah. and like do it and stuff. And it really shows like they are very close. Yeah, yeah. And their dynamic particularly between those two are, is really good. Yeah, definitely. Um so yeah, you get a, like a little bit. They come home to the whole family. They go, you know, go for a run, go training and stuff. And they, she's getting ready to go. Um, and then we're at the airport, and everyone is there. The family's with them, um, but the brother decides not to go. Yeah, uh, maybe he can't bear it. He can't face it. Doesn't want to. Doesn't want to see her. Basically, he's got stuff to do. Yeah, he um, makes up an excuse. Yeah, so she uh, she goes off, and I love the fact that the kids from the training wrestling uh, world wrestling the wow the wow, wow. um association uh they were all there yeah i loved i love they were all there just saying bye to her and stuff you know who else was there uh who else was there union jack oh yeah <laughs> we gotta talk about this because we brushed over this scene <laughs> and it's one of the best scenes in the entire film Union Jack is just Union Jack amazing. Is I'm gonna keep saying it for every every character in this film. The MVP of this film. Yeah, he's like, great. Like, he's just he's just this giant man. Oh man, who's he's a, a big dude. He's a wrestler, great. and he's just getting like these these uh, terrible wrestling gigs where he has to like take a a dustbin lid to the face and like a bowling ball to the bottom. So he's doing and- it for uh, Rick, Nick Frost's characters, yeah. uh, kind of promotions and stuff. Yeah. And he's kind of a booking agent organizing all these gigs and stuff. And there's a great scene where they're talking to each other and they're saying, you know, well, I'm going to book you for this gig. Um, just one thing I got to check with you first. Can you take a tra- Can you take one of these? And he holds up a trash can to the face. Yeah. It's like, uh yeah i think so yeah, he just like, yeah. Him with it straight he away like, well how is it yeah and he just yeah. jabs him with it straight in yeah um yeah uh, carries all the conversation with the booking agent a little <laughs> bit um the promoter and he's like yeah i think it's gonna i think it's gonna be all right oh wait hold on we gotta we gotta check we gotta up the ante a little bit and he holds up a bowling ball <laughs> it's like can you take one of these 
to your nads. <laughs> the foley in that, like me oh, and you actively, God. actively just went. I don't much. know what they use to make that to noise, but Jesus. Yeah. As, as, as a, as a male person, as yeah. a, as, as one of the male race, um, male genders, it was difficult to watch. It was a kinetic sound. Yeah. That was, that was, that was, oh, just thinking about it now is too much. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, some great performances and some, uh, some great, great, great Foley work. Don't want to yeah. think about it anymore. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she goes off um, and she flies away from Gatwick Airport. Shout out to Gatwick Airport. Gatwick. Um, and uh, goes straight to Florida. They make Florida look very nice. With some yeah, of the, we some both of the said this. Second unit B shots. Yeah, the kind of her sort of arriving shots. It's like the classic, you know, she's sitting in the back of a cab looking out the window. Yeah. Standard kind of thing. But like, yeah, the shots of Florida is like, oh, Florida, she looks pretty nice. Wow. <laughs> We know that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she arrives at the gym and it's kind of, yeah, she's, uh, she's going around. She's probably gets to, to chat and meet with um, uh, Vince Vaughn's character. Yeah. And kind of lines everyone up and they, they meet at gym and stuff. And we meet another great side character, Augustus Heights. Augustus Heights. Um, Who Aug- is not a baron. No. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he sounds like he should Neither be. Neither is he an R&B singer. No. Um, he's oh, just a straight up, straight up wrestler. Yeah. Uh, and it's great because that's just his real name. <laughs> yeah, he just doesn't have a wrestler name. <laughs> he just doesn't have a wrestler He's just name. got a really flowery name. <laughs> I think Vince Vaughn is great as just someone, like using Vince Vaughn as like, he's he's a great actor when he's in his niche. Yeah. You know, like he's branched out and done a bunch of things and he's he's done great stuff. Like he's in some Craig Zola movies and done some kind of um, scarier roles. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but and also been in like True Detective and stuff. But I think he's at his best when he's riffing at taking the piss directly at someone's expense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would watch Vince Vaughn taking the piss out of someone for like hours. Yeah, <laughs> straight. He's but, great. There's a lo- there's a load great. of lines in there where you know they just like kept rolling and he just said as many things as he could think of. Yeah, and then they just chose their favorite ones. Um, yeah, it's it's just really good. And um, he's he also he he does well at playing this kind of like, uh, the, the kind of the guy who's humorous, but they like hide it under something. Like yeah. they they kind of they they want to seem like a kind of a hard ass or whatever. Slight he's, bit of, slight bit of regret. Yeah, like yeah, he's uh, he's very good at that. Yeah. Um, I hope that's not his real life, but <laughs> yeah. totally. <laughs> but, but yeah, so uh, yeah, she she starts her training and she also meets the rest of the uh, girls that she'll be training with. Mm-hmm. And surprise, surprise, they're all like, you know, six foot, blonde, busty, scantily clad women who all used to be like models and cheerleaders and whatnot. And um, she kind of, you know, judges the book by by its cover, like straight away. Yeah. And uh, to be fair, I did as well. Like, like while I was watching the film, I was like, ah, oh, she's... I genuinely thought it's going to be... Um, you thought they were going to be the plastics? I I thought at this point that Vince Vaughn got her because he wanted to make her into like, you know, like a a, a pin-up kind of thing. Oh, you know what I mean? Because right. like, he has that conversation um, with the... Like he keeps saying it like a few times, like, oh, she's got something the others don't. and But he never alludes to what it is. Yeah, and I thought it was because he could just make her like a sex symbol and cash in, and then I thought she was just going to be 
horribly depressed, being forced to wear like bikinis yeah. and, you know, doing photo shoots and whatever and just being like, this is awful. I wanted to do like actual wrestling and I'm just, yeah. a, you know, a pinup kind of thing. Um, I thought that's where it was going at this point. Not at all where it's Not going. Not at all. No, and it's great. But yeah, um, genuinely, that's what I thought. But yeah, and the people that are there doing that, they're doing that out of choice. Yeah, 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 uh, exactly. So that's fine. They, that's what they want to do. So that's all and good. And that's, that's, really, that's really cool. I want to point out something at this point. Um, I'll jump back on something else soon, but I just want to, because I skipped over it, but specifically with this bit, when they introduce all the female characters mm. that are kind of, um, for a brief moment, the competition to kind of become part of this wrestling thing. Yeah. The way they're framed on screen mm. and the way um, that they're shot during fight scenes and moments where they are um, maybe scantily clad wearing less clothes is never objectively sexualized. Gratuitous. Yeah, yeah. it's never objective. It's never kind of, yeah, overly sexualized is the word that I Yeah, mean. there's no, like, zoom-ins on boobs. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Like you, you laugh, but it happens a lot <laughs> oh, in, God, yeah. certain, in certain films. Sure. Especially horror films. Yeah, exactly. Depending <laughs> on who's directing it or whatever, it's it's a, it's a staple of certain things that just kind of certain, especially in kind of those sort of uh, circles or films that are adjacent to that. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at you fucking the early Fast and Furious movies or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there there uh there are certain films where they just kind of like yeah, they overly sexualize it to the point where it's it's not necessary. And they mm. do a really good job of humanizing these kind of um these kind of side characters. Uh, yeah. And well, I'd say like at least one of them. Like they don't all get a a full kind of expo, but yeah, no, like but you it can, does what it can within the time constraints. It does constraints. it does what it does what it can without taking away from the main story. Yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. Um and I think the the way that it's done is really is is really good because it's just the whole film at its core. We're getting, you know, we're kind of jumping around a little bit here, but at its core, essentially the whole film is just talking about identity. Yeah. And it's just talking about, um, you know, Paige's character is str- struggling with her identity. Uh, these people, she's struggling with her identity when she arrives there, whether she fits in with them or not. They're 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 in a their own crisis of identities. Mm. Uh, the family is, you know, the brother is struggling with who he is now. He's lost out on this opportunity as well. Yeah, and I love that the struggle of this film comes out of that struggle, that question of who am I? Yeah without this thing that i love um something that i i find a lot of people can relate to oh god yeah, yeah um and to not have like you know this is a great bit that someone mentioned in interviews like another another lesser film would have a stupid like love interest that kind of got them out of it or gave yeah. them like the, the i'm so glad there wasn't a love interest in this film yeah exactly yeah. or like a or like a big fight that that's a trope of the genre as well like yeah a big yeah exactly fight that they, yeah they work to and that's the moment they overcome. Yeah. The no. fight's not that consequential to the overall plot of the story. It's more yeah. about her being comfortable in herself to win over the people that are watching it. Yeah. And um, to be able to do the thing that's her dream. Yeah. As well. Which is like, really great. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered whether she won or lost. If no. she, what would have mattered is whether she got the, um, she just, uh, whether she got signed on by WWE. Yeah. Basically. And whether, yeah. whether she got the love of the crowd, which is yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, so that's really good. I yeah really enjoyed that. The thing I wanted to jump back to mm. is as she's leaving, the way they shot Norwich was beautiful. They made Norwich look really really nice, 
as she's oh, leaving, okay. missing out on it. There's certain shots where they kind of... I didn't pick up on that. Um, there's certain shots where they shoot kind of the home and mm. just her leaving the home. And it really insinuates uh, certain things that she's going to miss about it. Yeah. It's going to, it kind of alludes to certain, certain things. That's kind of like a romanticized version of her home as she's leaving. You kind of see like her house and a sunset's kind of behind it and certain things that have just framed in a very beautiful way. Yeah. Um, that I picked up on and I really enjoyed. Um, yeah. I just want to kind of give that a little mention. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So throughout this bit, I kind of want to, kind of move through this a little bit quicker yeah, but yeah. we've kind of got they've they've got they're kind of going through a kind of training montage bit yeah uh, at this point she's kind of working through certain things um and this whole bit is just about her trying to be better and trying to get better and trying to trying to kind of um better herself but she's struggling uh because she one doesn't feel like she fits in no two doesn't have any friends it's not really yeah. getting on with the other people that are there well, she also realizes very quickly that these other girls that are there have no wrestling experience whatsoever. Yeah. So she's trying to spar with them and they just don't know what they're doing and she's getting like hit because they're not giving her the right signals or whatever. And yeah, yeah she's very frustrated with the whole thing. Because she feels like they've just been chosen for their looks. Yeah. And considering coming from her experience, having had to work so hard to get there, mm. um, it's just extremely, yeah, difficult to watch. Yeah. Um. So... I really enjoyed I really enjoyed that sort of element of it, and I I liked the fact that um they had the great the kind of difference between the the British way of doing things and the kind of local scenes and the training for the big events. Like yeah. she does this thing where there's a receipt, and if you miss if you do something wrong and you miss something, you just get a little cheeky slap. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like kind of in a kind of basically Quite, conditioning yeah it's conditioning the person <laughs> not to do it which is kind of bad yeah but the the way she kind of plays it off is just like this is what we've always done yeah and yeah. this is the way to do it and in a thing like wrestling where you're gonna end up getting hurt anyway and it's a fighting sport well, it's yeah. a contact sport so there that kind of makes sense yeah uh in that instance but kind of she has a that conflict with vince vaughn's character where they're all talking about how that's not the way they do things here and you've got to just let them do it what annoyed me though mm about this particular scene it's so obvious that this person doesn't know what they're doing yeah yeah and they she just didn't get that much of a she didn't get any talking to yeah 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 it was all like uh vince Vince vaughn shouting at page can you not see the blood dripping from her nose like she's 11 out of stranger things yeah that was annoying um Um, it was yeah it's 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 interesting but um as she's going on she's getting quite lonely feeling quite left out yeah um and kind of lagging a little bit behind mm. um these uh all these people are given an opportunity to leave he's basically saying you keep going or you get the horn and he yeah. just holds out a horn and they can squeeze the horn and just go like uh, a couple of people do augustus heights stays in stays. um yeah. he's a finisher so, yeah uh so it's still got that kind of reality tv bachelor feel which i think it it's really cl- does because it's kind of like a, i guess because it's kind of a soap opera anyway like yeah, oh yeah, it is, yeah, yeah, it, is sure. it is it is it is it is like heightened heightened drama isn't it when they're the, in the ring and when they're doing all that stuff and there is a um uh i don't know how big it is but there is a, a tv like a wrestling show around nxt as well yeah so like all the up-and-coming stars training and stuff so yeah that might well just be part of the kind of like reality tv kind of feel to it yeah that is maybe in there i'm not sure myself but it's um, possible yeah that's that's really great 
There's the whole bit where they're kind of getting them to practice their mic technique. And they're all kind of like how they're going to win people over and talk them on the mic and stuff. And she's like doing her bit, but it's not good enough because it's kind of... It's a bit cliched. It's a bit cliched and like used already uh, from like stuff that they've watched growing up and stuff. So they... And that's that's another point in this film where um, another person... Uh, in the industry is telling her you need to just say something that's from you and be yourself yeah again um it keeps it does it keeps coming up it keeps kind of getting like hammered home to her um but it takes her a while to kind of catch on yes um yeah uh so there's i I guess the the main things in this part of the film for me is her first time on stage doesn't go very well because it's all like trash talking and stuff and she just clams up and mm-hmm. freezes. And uh, there's a shot straight after that that I really liked. Is um, So she's obviously upset. She like runs back to her apartment and there's a shot of her just like in her living room like laying on the sofa crying. And, uh, and then it goes straight to uh, Zach who's like in, in his house with his like newborn baby and he's like just like horrendously depressed and um is like ignoring the baby and he's just like somewhere else and it's just great because it's kind of like they're kind of they're 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 experiencing the same sort of thing but in the case of like she's kind of exiled from her family and he's feeling trapped from his family yeah and it's like there's a real kind of juxtaposition uh, of those yeah, two things trying to avoid that word but yeah, oh, yeah. sorry the word. I said <laughs> that's, it. that's the naughty word that we're not allowed to use in, in, when we were in uni oh i just <laughs> remembered our rule i'm so sorry um yeah no that's it's, true it's a really good contrast <laughs> <laughs> it's a comparison between two things yeah um but yeah no essentially you're totally right there the, yeah. the the other bit I really wanted to point out around mm. this time is just before uh, this moment, she has her first big fight that like you mentioned. Yeah. And she's uh, going up and she's on stage and stuff. And she's just about to talk into the microphone against these kind of crowd of people watching these new up and comers. Yeah. What I loved about this, I mentioned this to you when we were watching, they don't show the speech. They just yeah cut yeah that's great instantly straight to a shot of her like backstage um stuff. yeah it's I think yeah. it's her backstage or her in a room it's it's it cuts to them uh she's backstage and she, there's like the group of girls sort of a few feet away from her kind of like muttering about her clearly kind of like oh that didn't that's go very it. well and kind it's of kind of in this dark blue light and stuff and then it yeah. cuts to the next shot of her in a room yeah uh, and it's framed by door a door frame of her isolated in the frame yeah Remember exactly what I said about frames in film yeah um being isolated from the situation so i think yeah it's 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 a really great way of showing that um feeling basically visually and i thought that was really that was really really cool yeah i really liked Uh, it it's one of my favorite moments in the film me too um and then when you're talking about the reflections and her kind of uh against her brother that's pretty much immediately after that they show this really great shot that you picked up on Mm. um which was them her just kind of leaning against a mirror is it or just seeing yeah it's a mirror but it's got like a um i think it's like an effect on the mirror or something and it kind of looks like uh like sun rays coming out so there's like the real like her real self and then the reflection in the mirror is kind of framed as like a superstar kind of thing um which is just really interesting so it's kind of like you know that's where she's trying to get to but it's not really going too well at the moment kind of thing um yeah i just really like that shot it's just really good really nice nice little nice little nice little bit yeah um so yeah that's really cool 
Um, really enjoyed all of all of that bit. And then at this point, we kind of get a little bit de- more development as yeah. she's kind of like there's conflicts that's kind of rising between her and the other people that are in this training session. That it's getting harder, um, and she's finding it hard to keep up. Yeah. But he, but Vince Vaughn's character keeps pushing Paige to do better. Uh, and then she gets, she kind of feels very isolated by everyone else that's on there after this fight. Not sure what's been going on, especially because she felt so outcast publicly on her first fight as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, that she kind of goes up to them and just like, why are you talking about me? What are you talking about? And mm. she realizes at this point that they're not. They're talking about one of the contestants' uh, daughters that, they, yeah. that she's left. And she's, she's got, very paranoid. And she's very paranoid. She's, uh, and she's, yeah, essentially this other contestant has a kid at home that she's leaving. And that's who she's kind of thinking about and doing this for yeah um which i thought was really really cool and that's yeah. kind of talking about the development that we mentioned a little bit earlier. yeah definitely um at this point i think is where the film takes a little bit of a turn mm-hmm. and um i think it's a really heartening kind of point because it's a point that a lot of people struggle with anyway and that's where she just completely changes herself yeah uh, for her identity to kind of fit in with these people and just try and try and kind of make friends and make the best of it yeah and i feel like this point is where her focus stops being on the thing that she went to achieve and starts being a more on fitting in of like yeah yeah trying definitely. to become one of these people yeah she she literally dyes her hair bleach blonde and gets the fake tan and everything to try to look like the others basically yeah. um and it just makes things worse basically yeah uh yeah her focus starts being on fitting in and starts being about what it's just to bettering starts, herself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and it's it's really fun, like the way that they show this and the way they show her kind of progression of it. Mm. Yes, the point where she can't really take it anymore. She comes back for Christmas and just can't, um, just just feels like she's going to quit. Yeah, and just can't deal with it. There's a great moment where they're kind of on the last leg of the training um and they are running along a beach and they've got to keep pushing a tire keep pushing a tire and she just gets to the last bit and just can't can't go on it's a trope of the genre oh i just love it i just love it well you know these these kind of uh sports films um they 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 have to stick to a certain structure just because that's the structure that works you can play around with it but like there's always going to be those pivotal parts in there um and that's not a bad thing i think you know as long as you do it in a way that's refreshing and not you know tired and old like you know you've seen a million times before then it's fine it's yeah and it's nothing wrong with using it if you know what you're doing and um so we should probably mention during this time uh her brother's avoiding her Mm. and he keeps contacting vince vaughn's character because he wants to get a shot at becoming this person and for reasons unknown up until now we're not sure why Vince Vaughn's character is being so hard on this guy. Yeah. Um, being so hard on Zach's character and just kind of not letting him, um, not letting just him not get an opportunity, just letting, just basically not really giving him an answer as to properly why he didn't let him do it. Just saying, you're not the person, you're not the person. Yeah. Um, and it's up until this point where they have this discussion after she, um, kind of sent, uh, sent, gets sent home, uh, before she gets sent home is basically that's who he was. That's who yeah. his character was. He was a journeyman. He was the one that made the stars look good, basically, yeah. and meant that his career kind of hits a dead end. Exactly. And that uh, he spent so much time kind of working himself, just making the other people look good. But just eventually, and he goes into deep kind of dark detail of 
what this person has from like a hypothetical third perspective. Yeah. Talking about what this is what Zach characters do. He's going to end up like this. So I get a chart and then he's just going to leave his family and he's not going to talk to his kid. And he's going to, and you're like, that's very detailed. Yeah. He's like, very specific. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. like, cause that was my life. That's yeah, who exactly. I was. Um, and yeah, so the, I, I thought that was really, that was, that was an added depth to that character that didn't have to be there, but was really It was a cool. nice little addition. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so that was really good. She gets sent home. She decides that it's not really for her. It's too hard. Yeah. She, well, she tells Zach like, oh, I'm, I want to quit. Can you help me tell mom and dad after this fight that they're, they're doing like a, you know, a Christmas fight, brother and sister fight to, uh, just just to help the family out get get a bit of money get yeah. some get some punters in yeah uh, fight get some money in yeah so they didn't even tell her about this fight they yeah, yeah they, started, they build it using first. the kids from the uh, from the kind of uh training uh youngsters how to wrestle uh, as a sweatshop of making figures of her <laughs> and signing um signing uh signing posters of her yeah um which I loved. That's so funny. That aren't even spelled correctly. No, that aren't even spelled correctly. It's amazing. <laughs> and so they they booked her for this fight, this family fight of her versus her brother. Um, and she's not sure about it, but she comes home and does does this whole fight. She comes with she's bleached blonde and stuff and does all the hair and you can see the family aren't really sure how to react or what yeah, to do. Yeah, they're sort of looking at it like it's no, doesn't this isn't you. Like you we know. we need to hit this home. This family dynamic in this film is amazing. It's great. It's the best part of the film. It's so good. They're the way all, they're the way they're just all so unique and they're cohesive. They're kind really of, believable. Yeah. It's really great. They're yeah. they're they're kind of yeah, their charisma and their kind of cohesive unit all centered around this thing. Yeah. Uh that they all love is just really great. Yeah. And a lot of where a lot of the heart of the film is. And um, yeah, so at this point, we a character we haven't mentioned yet, their uh, brother, uh, Roy, Roy mm. comes back from prison. Uh, half brother. Half brother. He's been let out from prison and he comes home. Uh, so they're all, so the, the whole family's there and they're watching, you know, getting ready. They've sold tickets for this whole thing. Um, just before they go out, she says she's going to quit uh, to her brother who's been avoiding her this whole time. And not sure how to react, and he's still being very distant yeah. with her. Yeah. Um. And this this fight is where it kind of that's some that's some hard things to watch right there. Yeah. 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 So like, they're they're doing this uh wrestling match, and like obviously, like all wrestling, well, like most wrestling matches, it's scripted. Um. And Paige is supposed to win because she is the you know what she's come all the way from America from yeah. signed with the WWE to come and yeah. fight for you guys. Blah, blah, blah. And um, Zach is just relentless and just throwing her about the ring. He's like so he's angry. He's not with her. playing along with the throws. No, he's like actually throwing her around, like yeah. does like a suplex on her and stuff. Drops her on her head. Oh my God. Yeah, does a Do- tombstone. Does the Bane back break. Yeah. Ugh. And uh, yeah, and it's, it's, it's literally right because right before this fight that's when she said like oh, i, I want to quick he helped me tell mum and dad and he's just so angry that you know his dream like his sister got got his dream and now she's throwing it away is basically yeah where he's coming from with that and he's just so angry with it um so that happens uh the fight ends with him winning he's all pissed off like winning kind of like gets a bit larry with people and then storms out essentially um and they go back home they've kind of like 
resolve it. He, he they, tells, he tells them, them before they yeah before, before he, he storms off. Up. He yeah. just goes like, oh, she's she's gonna quit, and then uh, yeah yeah that upsets the their parents, and then uh, you get the nice like resolve their nice resolve bit when they get back home and they're like you know yeah we overacted a bit a little bit you know we love you no matter what if you do want to quit that's absolutely fine no worries but change your fucking hair exactly <laughs> like, literally what are you doing with that is there, says, that a great line it's so good oh where the dad uh the dad goes up <laughs> kiss kisses her long blonde hair on on the top on, of her head the, and then tanned face and he just looks at her he's like it's like i'm kissing an afghan <laughs> it's just oh my god like we just some of the like that's the thing the writing in this that like we haven't even talked about it but the writing in this like it's just so um it's it's like it, i don't know how else to describe it it's so like stephen merchant yeah so yeah british it's like the office has got these great little like tidbits of like one-liners or digs of people or things that yeah that he and ricky gervais and stuff do really really well um and yeah, loads of loads of quotable stuff in this movie. Yeah, as well. very much so. Um, but loads of heart as well, and it's really cool. Uh, anyway, so at this point, um, they get a call from the um, uh, Zach's wife, uh, Zach's wife and mother of his child. Um, the, she, name Courtney, yeah. I think her name is. Yeah, it began with a C. We're um, not doing very well. We're um, doing bad on the names today. We're we've doing got bad a, on the we've names. got to buck it up. Um, so yeah, I basically believe- saying that he's not come home. Courtney's her character calls up and she essentially says that um, he's not come home and they need to go looking for him. Yeah. So they go missing and essentially they're kind of like <laughs> freaking out and uh, Lena Headey's character is trying to calm down and saying, you know, we, we still love you. Obviously, we're going to keep this family together and we'll do whatever we can to survive and stuff. One important part of the backstory that we haven't mentioned up until this time, Nick Frost's character, such an interesting dude, used to rob banks and just like do all this stuff. Yeah, I said he went to prison for armed robbery. Oh, okay. uh mainly violence yeah mainly violence mainly mainly violence violence. um but yes they said they'll go back to robbing banks if they have to and do all this stuff yeah he goes i'm gonna have to go back to robbing banks and whatever i want to see a spin-off movie with just that guy i kind of just want to watch the documentary just to see him i just want to know about that guy's life it's amazing insane sounds insane um but yeah so he's flipping out of the situation like what are you talking about like but eventually comes down and is just like yeah sure yeah we'll do this um, they run into uh, Zach, who's uh, in the pub He's getting drunk, looking for a, a fight. Started a big old bar fight, just like his just like his brother did, basically. Yeah, yeah, it's literally the same path his brother took when he got rejected from the WWE. Yeah, um, and that's what got him in prison in uh, in the first place. So they he they have a big kind of conversation. Uh, they, he gets kind of dragged out of the fight. That's the most intimidating I've ever seen Nick Frost look when he Yeah, oh my at. God, right? It was real scary. Like yeah. he just in the middle of this fight in this uh, and Jack Loden's just kind of like sw- like throwing uh, snooker like balls a, at yeah. people. Like, got a pool cue that he's but, snapped. And yeah, then... and he's like throwing at people like, getting really angry yeah. just out of nowhere. Nick Frost just grabs him and yeah. looks even more intimidating. Literally like grabs him by the scruff and pulls him out of the pub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like nothing. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, so yeah, so they take him out and essentially uh, Paige runs him, takes him down and essentially says what are you doing like why won't you talk to me why you, you know why won't you look at me he's like can't even can't even grab can't even look at her and essentially just like he said before that's his moment that was his chance and they're having this big talk that they've essentially needed this whole time yeah yeah needed to come yeah. out and it needed to come out and they've had they've had to have this whole thing and they kind of all hash it out um and it's really quite 
nice i think the way they mm. handle that conversation and the way yeah, they talk yeah. about their dreams and stuff and how and she it's the moment where i think she realizes that it's something she's always wanted and she's doing it for herself as well yeah because she's like really unsure the whole time um and you know she she goes like oh it was you know it was my dream as well and he says something like oh well was it kind of thing and yeah, she why, there's, there's why, like a real why'd you leave yeah, there's like a real pause where she actually takes like a good think about it and goes like, "Well, is this my dream or is it actually just because that's what my family does and yeah. and they want me to do it as well?" Um, and then sort of after some contemplation, she realizes, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm going to go back and finish my training and do it for me." Yeah, and she goes back to having black hair. Yeah, she's got her her like goth attire back on. She's just herself again. She goes in there and you get like one of the best montages I've ever seen. Oh. Where she's she's just like giving it her all, and she's not only is she giving it her all, she's also helping her fellow like contenders along mm-hmm. with it. Like the the tire scene from before, she's already done her tire this time round, but there's another girl that's struggling, and she comes up and like you know gives us some moral support, like Busa, like come on, you can do it. Can you? Training things. It's great. Part. It's really really good. It's just she's back on top form, and she and she's in it. She's in there. And she's in there. And she, yeah, they're about to give the horn over and she's essentially runs over something no one else has ever done. She ins- like just kind of cheers them on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just says, don't you, f- don't you fucking grab that thing. Like, yeah. Don't listen to this dickhead. Yeah. Like you could, <laughs> you could do it. Uh, and it's something that, that had been really missing from that environment in that group. And yeah. They really, finally got some camaraderie between exactly. them. Yeah. And it really helps them uh, kind of find uh, a lot of friends and stuff and family in this situation. It's really cool. Yeah. Um. So they jump, jump for, uh, forward a little bit, ahead mm-hmm. a little bit. Um. It's, uh, they're going into the WWE. They're getting, she's getting a chance to fight. Um, no, that's it. They're, they're just kind of going around to watch a certain a certain game and a, a SmackDown for the weekend. Yeah, they've got only opportunity. Take, he takes them to WrestleMania as like ta- a treat for their training or whatever. Uh, for yeah, they let someone go and then takes them over for, as a treat for their training. They go over to WrestleMania. At this point, um, she's kind of watching this whole thing, and it's it's a, like it's a, it's really cool. There's a great moment where we will see Big Show. Yeah, uh, and talking about the innards of a hot dog. Yeah, exactly, and how he doesn't <laughs> eat, how he doesn't eat them, and it's 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 gross and stuff. And she just kind of runs up and grabs them and stuff, and it's amazing. Just seeing those guys on screen, man, like it's great. It's just so much fun. <laughs> uh, we see our faves, uh, The Rock, John Cena. I think yeah. we can't ta- do a episode on wrestling and not talk about that John Cena meme. Yeah, oh god, yeah. It's Wait, which best. one? <laughs> <laughs> there's the so best. many john cena memes i mean the new zealand talk show where they call up that one is prank call excellent and just just do that whole bit with the song that song is in this movie that's right it's the best point it's so great i love it so much um but yeah so if you're into champs then uh check this out champs there champs um, here so she gets taken aside uh, she thinks she's in trouble like she's st- stolen some hot dogs that were free um and she gets taken into this room and it's the vip room to watch wrestlemania mm. um and inside this room she looks around and it's Dwayne the rock johnson again yep and he's just looking around and he's saying hey and he remembers who she is um and talks to her and basically says that look, she's been doing a great job and he wants her to fight aj for like the divas for the title. title belt 
for the title belt Ooh. next week and she's gonna she's gonna go and um he does it on speakerphone to her family as well because he's from a wrestling family too and he knows how that whole thing is and that's that's a real point like yeah yeah when he said when he said that he wanted to make this film uh after seeing the documentary and talked to her about that he did the same thing because he really resonated with it being from a wrestling family as well yeah um which i thought was really yeah that's a really good little point and just kind of Shows you kind of a good guy, though, Rock is. He's, um, yeah, he's a, just a good dude. Just a real good dude. Um, so She goes in, we see the fight, and uh, another moment where she has to talk into the microphone, and we don't see her. We see her freeze again. She's not sure what to do. Oh, God, yeah, it's so tense. She just clams up again, yeah. and we're both, like, sitting there watching. We're going, fucking say something, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> we're both so tense at this point. I... I I don't know what quite got me so tense about it. Maybe it's just the way that they they were like framing it, or whatever. It was just it was it was just awful. Yeah, you're just waiting for her to open her mouth. Like, come on, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, and we've got to talk about the bit where uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson calls up his uh, calls up a family, and uh, Rick doesn't believe it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another quotable part of the movie, which was like, "Yeah, fuck off," and I'm Vin Diesel. Yeah. Like, Bye. <laughs> so great. And he's like, "No, actually, that was him." She's like. but yeah they're having this fight and um they're going ahead and it's it's just it's just so great like yeah it's really well shot really well shot like they they do a really great job of making this look huge and cinematic Mm. and a very imposing presence yeah as well um she's struggled a bit with crowds in the past and there's a big been a big kind of theme coming up to this point of it, they're gonna eat her alive because yeah. these people are really into this and if they don't get, get what they a want a lot of heckles and a lot of booze and yeah, yeah. they're gonna turn on her quick and it yeah. starts happening during the fight oh yeah yeah because uh, she freezes up she's not sure how to do it she just kind of turns up walks up and then they just begin the fight without her even saying anything and you see the moment where she snaps and becomes like just finds herself in the fight it's very like yeah yeah, it's yeah, cause she starts off just getting her ass handed to her. Yeah, literally. And then at that point, there's you see the moment where it just kind of clicks and she just kind of like, you know, her voice sounds like a cliche, just kind of like finds herself in mm. the moment in the fight and just kind of overcomes it and just te- win, like takes over and just kind of unleashes on this person. And the whole crowd just win, like come over with her. And it's just really cool. Like, it's a really good moment. I need to stop saying really cool. I've said it too many it's times. Really cool. I need to stop saying it. Said it too <laughs> yeah. much times in this podcast. I'm gonna need to take a drink. Drinking game. And you get a great shot of um the family at home watching uh watching her on the TV. Yeah. All the way back at Norwich. Everyone's in the house. Yeah. Everyone's there. The parents of Zach's girlfriend. I can't remember her name. And uh, all the the wrestling kids. Union Jack gets on the sofa. Oh my god, Union Jack <laughs> getting on the sofa. Union Jack's so the, back. Yeah, so the the parents are calling him right there, and Union Jack's just <laughs> sliding into the sliding into that chair the way some people slide into other people's DMs. It's like he's <laughs> yeah. just he's just getting up on that chair, and he's like, "You were saying he was like a cat." 
Yeah, okay. he's like, it's like how a cat just kind of like comes up to his like, like, this is he, where I'm sitting. He slides in that chair like pelvis first. Yeah, pelvis like, and midriff power just like, moving this just, woman over. But like with like a cheeky wink and a smile, like he looks <laughs> straight up. It's that. So funny. Do you know what it is? It's that like, you know that meme of the guy looking at the, um, the guy looking at the cat. And he's oh, doing yeah, yeah, like yeah. The a, little shuffle he's thing. He's doing the little shuffle <laughs> and the cat's doing it back in. Yeah. It's exactly like that. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, so yeah, that that happens. Highlight of the film. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, she wins. It's great. She becomes um, uh, this whole thing. And then we get little clips of the documentary and just seeing how important that this Paige character has been to the wrestling community yeah. uh, since she kind of uh, won and the things that she's done for kind of this women's revolution that's happened. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it. The one bit I really want to pick up on and really mm-hmm. want to say is something that kind of rushed on a little bit. Um, the real life brother. Yeah. He is in this film, um, but also he still teaches. Uh, yeah. He still teaches disabled kids how to wrestle. And that's kind of like, that's how he found um his kind of calling and how he put all that yeah. energy into becoming you know finding success in his own way there's this yeah. great interview where they do it together the real life brother and page and they're having this conversation about how they're still okay with each other and it just kind of finding success through things that aren't don't aren't necessarily like fame and stuff yeah i mean there's that bit where they're having the argument and she says you know look you've got uh you know you've got a lovely wife you've got a beautiful son you've got all these kids that look up to you just because there isn't like a million people cheering for you doesn't mean it's any less important you know and that that, that's the kind of the bit that really resonates with him there and the bit i really like about his character arc um when he kind of he comes back and realizes what's important is the the moment when uh they get their um everyone except Paige obviously she's in America they get their half brother Roy out of prison yeah um and then it just it, you see a shot of them taking like a morning run together Zach and Roy and uh, they stop at a bench have a little chat and you know Roy's talking about you know how good Paige is and he's like yeah no I would have never made it like that um she has something I didn't which come that quote comes up a lot yeah. but he goes she has something I that I don't have. And Zach goes, well, what is it then? And and he goes, well, she had you. Yeah. Because he, like, trained her and everything. And then that bit kind of makes him realize, like, that's why I'm good at. That's, like, the thing that I'm good at is Helping showing people. people how to do it. And, yeah. like, coaching. And that's that's yeah. what I need to be doing. Yeah. And then um, you just get a great shot of him. He's driving around in his WAW van again, picking yeah. the kids up. They're all so happy to see him. He's like, come on, get in the fucking the van. We're going. The still at the park waiting for the, the van. Bl- <laughs> yeah. He's, he's been just, there for weeks. He's been sitting there to yeah. just listening out for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just a great shot of like he's got he's got his life back on track and he's realized like, yeah, it's, I'm good here. Like, I'm good doing this. This is what I yeah. want to do anyway. Yeah. And I, I just really like that bit. I just thought it was great. It's really, really and cool. And the, the fact that it's, um you know, based on a true story is just makes it a bit more special. I think it does. Yeah. Um, so, with that being said, let's jump into our final thoughts. Yeah. Any uh thing you want to preface or say? 
Um, do you know what? I'm, why don't you go first? I think I need a minute to think about it, actually. Right. Well, I'm going to jump into it and just say I love this film. Mm-hmm. I think it's quite clear from our Raven reviews that we both had a really good time. It's a real good fun film to watch with your family. It's yep. a real good fun film to watch with your friends and just kind of chill out and have a laugh at the screen. If you're a fan of like wrestling and stuff in general, I think you're really going to enjoy this. If you haven't seen it already, um, there's little tidbits in there for everyone. Um, I thought the, the particularly the humor and the heart in it was definitely there. Yeah. The struggle for identity was amazing and just not, not, kind of um being defeated by the tropes of the genre yes and yeah. not kind of giving in to certain things uh really kind of elevated it for me so i am going to give this a allow me to just go back to my review, ratings review i'm gonna give it a um i'm gonna give it an l gray i'm gonna go up yeah yeah i'm gonna oh, go for oh gray oh gray thank you wow. gray very cool wow uh, 8.252 it's a toss up between El Grey and Chai Latte for me um, yeah. but I genuinely think that there is a, like a lot of fun in this film mm. to be had yeah, and it's, sure. a, it's just there's a lot of good moments and I the fact that I'm not able to find many faults mm. either technically or otherwise um, and I think it has rewatch value yeah. that bumps it up for me cool so yeah. that's what I'm doing yeah, I um I really liked uh, all the stuff to do with identity and the existentialism, which kind of resonates through every main character in the film. It's not just um it's not just, you know, Paige main character and her identity. Every character in this film has a kind of uh, identity crisis or has had one in the past or they're speaking from experience for her and helping her out. Everyone's kind of finding their way in the world in this film. I really like that. That makes it feel. Um, but I know it's based off a documentary of real people, but it makes the film feel very real. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's also some great humor in there. Really funny. Um, you can tell that uh, you know Stephen Merchant's had a a part to play in that. There's also some great improv bits in there, which are just just really funny as well. Some great you know visual cues and everything. Um, so the action scenes were were filmed very competently. You know, um, I wouldn't say they're anything like outstanding, but they're very well done. And uh, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I think I could definitely watch it again if I was watching it with, um, say, like if my girlfriend showed an interest in watching it, whatever. Be like, yes, you know, we can watch it again. So um, for that, I'm, I think I'm going to give it a chai latte. It's 7.1. Cheeky yeah. treat, bit of spice. Cheeky treat, um, bit of spice. Yeah, great it movie. It's a bit of a treat of a film. It is, yeah. It's, it's, it's very watchable um there's great bits of drama there's great bits of like heartfelt bits in there it's it kind of has a bit of everything to that you want in a film really yeah um yeah good job yeah definitely so uh that's been our review of uh fighting with my family um next week we'll be doing something uh, uh something else a little bit different but still kind of uh in there i'm not sure i want to spoil it just yet just in case i haven't got my timings right uh-huh. or we choose something else um, but before we end up here, I just want to do one last bit, kind of quick fire round. Favorite wrestlers, oh, ones to pick out with. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna just give you, I'm gonna give you a little bit of time just now. Throw them out at me. Oh well, Ultimate Wrestler, uh, Ultimate Warrior, Ultimate, ultimate War- Wrestler, Ultimate Wrestler, <laughs> Ultimate okay, Warrior. Give me your top three or top five, whatever comes. Close I'll give you to three. You. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Ultimate Warrior yeah. is my number one. Cool. 
just because he's just i just look at him he's fantastic and he's got a great name he's just he's the most fabulous intimidating man you'll ever see yeah um number two mankind yeah uh just insane yeah love it really off the wall and number three uh it's gotta be just for the shameless self-promotion yeah hulk hogan hundred percent because amazing. if no one's ever racism aside yeah yeah but like if no one's if no one's ever seen this picture before uh google hulk hogan pasta mania <laughs> you will not be disappointed amazing. i promise we're definitely gonna be looking at that later <laughs> uh okay so for me yeah uh i'm gonna throw them out at you in no particular well mm, some kind of order um gonna throw them out at you uh the hardy boys okay yeah, Go yeah. Love the hardy boys yeah uh great little tag team the un- uh the scotty too hearty Oh really? Days. Wow, I hated him. Yeah, he was he was a, <laughs> dick, a real dick. <laughs> but I really like the fact that he was a bit of a dick. Uh then we got the Undertaker. Yeah. Really loved classic. I, like one of my faves. Yeah. And then without a doubt, no no questions, no questions asked. Uh it is The Rock. Like that guy. Yeah, big on The Rock. Oh man, like I was obsessed with The Rock as a kid. <laughs> I thought he was the coolest person known to man. He was the first famous brown person I saw like on really? TV. Like just look at it, just like going mental, and I was just like, "This is insane! This dude's amazing!" <laughs> and he's just like got had so much confidence and could do that thing with the eyebrow that I've he never was, seen any, anyone do. He was so big in his like in his heyday as a wrestler as well. And he's even he was, bigger now. Like everyone knew who he was, even people who didn't know wrestling, they knew who he was. He was yeah. just huge. Yeah, uh, isn't he like Polynesian, something like that? Yeah, yeah. So that's like, well, there's you don't get a lot of famous Polynesian people either. So, you know, exactly. double win for The Rock. Well double done, win. sir. Him and Santana just introduced yeah. me to, <laughs> yeah. uh, just to the, the beauties of being brown. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think it, I just, I just absolutely, I absolutely love those guys. I've also got to mention Kane because I was obsessed with Kane. Yeah, well, if you like The Undertaker, yeah, you got you got to you know, like Kane as well. Oh, yeah. The worm-eating boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So great. <laughs> oh man, I'm just thinking about all those games we used to play now. Um, but yeah, let's wrap this up. Yeah. Tangent, uh, tangent done. Tangent We've done. We've done it. Um, if you wanna if you wanna reach the show, you can contact us on Twitter and Instagram at the Movie Brew. We have a website up at themoviebrew.com. We have a Facebook.com uh, slash what is it, Lester? The Movie Brew. Boom. Um if you wanna send us some stuff, tweet us, give us suggestions, throw some gifts at us. Yeah, like give us just a gif of the rocks, people's elbow and eyebrow, the people's eyebrow, (laughs) people's eyebrow. (laughs) Um, Give us your favorite rock gifts. Give us your favorite page little tidbit facts that we didn't pick up on, or things that you wish we talked about in this review. Then let us know Um, things that you want to see. Yeah, uh, longer stuff. You got any questions? Things that you think we should answer on this show? Send us an email. we're going to play around a little bit with the format of this going yeah. forward and just kind of see what see, see what we can do um, and just kind of keep making it better. So if there's anything you want to hear, uh, go yeah. for any kind of like tips for us, just let us know. Cause if there's we, any sections you want us to have, we're going to try and get kind of more, more uh, sections in here and kind of, yeah, kind of segment it a bit and make it nice and polished for you guys. I really so, like hearing from you guys and getting yeah, feedback. Exactly. And I just I really want to make this as good as I can. Yeah. So having that kind of back and forth really helps us. Yeah. Tell us how you want to hear it. So yeah, you can reach us over there. Um, 
if you still have gotten to this point in the podcast and thought I really you know what I haven't done is publicly announce how much I love this show of these two idiots talking about films yeah. uh, then you can uh, give us a rating on Apple Podcasts and uh, just kind of let people know that you're listening to us and that's a great way of getting us out there please do or just tell a mate tell a friend who's into film someone who wants to know more about it someone who probably knows more than us yeah. uh, and just <laughs> kind of like wants to chat shit with us uh, then yeah just tell them because um Anyone that you kind of tell just it helps us reach new people and just kind of get more uh, advice and response from you guys as well. So, yeah. Thanks very much, guys. We'll catch you on the next episode of Movie Groups.